everybody, and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm your host, Alicia Sharp, and we have Priscilla Shire on the show today. And she's talking about something that is very important, and that's a lot of times in our lives, we just get used to the things that are going on in our lives. Like we get used to the things that shouldn't be there. We just kind of call them normal and we just deal with them. When God has called us to overcome, here's Priscilla. Years and years ago, man, my babies were little. I remember this because I traveled to Memphis on one particular occasion. And I remember this because I was exhausted. I was so tired. Um, You know, my kids were small at the time. And I happened to take this particular trip uh, by myself. And I traveled to Memphis. And I remember being so excited when the lady picked me up from the airport that was a part of the church that I was going to be ministering at. She took me to from the airport to the hotel. It was an early evening. I was so glad. Anybody ever been glad to just go to bed at 8 p.m.? I could not wait. I laid down in the bed ready to get a good night of sleep and I was jolted awake about two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning because there was a train that went by right outside the window of our hotel. The conductor of the train was sitting on the horn as the long train blazed right outside of the hotel where I was sleeping. I sat straight up in bed, sort of alarmed by the noise, went and looked out of the window and realized that literally the train tracks were right there and it was one of those very long trains with a lot of cars that went whisking by. It took a while for the train to finally pass by and settle. I tried to go uh, back to sleep as best I could lady came back to pick me up that particular morning because the conference started. I had to be there very early in the morning. So it was about 6.30 or so anyway that I was going to have to get up and get dressed and get ready for a 7.15 or 7.30 pickup. And so I got in the car and I didn't really, really say anything. No big deal. We had a great day at the conference. I went back to sleep that night thinking, of course, that the night before had been a fluke and that that train wasn't coming by again. Went to sleep about 8.30, 9 p.m., so glad to get a good full night of sleep, but 3 a.m., you guessed it, that train went roaring by right outside the window. I sat straight up in bed not believing that this was happening again, and I couldn't even get back to sleep that night. I couldn't wait for that sweet lady to come pick me up the next morning. I sat down in the car, and I said, so hey, did you know that there is a train that goes by about three o'clock in the morning, at least the last two mornings that, that I've been here, that train has gone by in the middle of the night, woken me straight up out of my sleep. And she had this look of complete horror and regret written all over her face. She said, I am so sorry. I didn't even think about the fact that that train goes by because those of us who live in this community have grown so used to the sound of the train that it doesn't even occur to us when it's passing through anymore. It occurs to me that those of us who live particularly in this western part of the world where the presence of God has been so lavishly given to us, where on every street corner we see another church with a pastor that preaches the good news of Jesus Christ, where we can turn on Christian radio stations or go across town to the Christian bookstore, where we live as women in a day and age and generation, where there have never been ever in history so many Bible study resources by women, for women. Could it be that we've grown so used to the blessing of the presence of God that when the train of 
God's glory falls, when God's presence comes and marks and, and, and permeates our presence that we don't even recognize it anymore, that God has so blessed us that we're too blessed for our own good, that we don't see the fingerprints of God in our lives, that when there's even just a hint of disappointment or discouragement or frustration or irritation in our life, that we are blinded to the fact that even when things are dark, the light of God's presence can still be found if we'll just open up our eyes. May we never be desensitized to the presence of God. And if you have your Bibles and you want to look with me at a passage of Scripture, I'll just read it to you that I want to point out today if you still, you know, actually use a Bible with paper pages like I do. Or your iPhone, your iPad, any manner of iness is fine. In Luke chapter 2, there are a group of people who are about to be in the presence of God and they're not even going to recognize it. I will tell you, as you turn to Luke chapter 2, that the author Luke wrote this gospel and recorded these stories really to show us how to have an encounter with Jesus, to not miss him when his presence is near. And by the way, this is our goal as believers. This is the reason why he died on the cross of Calvary, so that we could not just know about him but so that we can encounter him. We're not just supposed to read in the Old Testament about how he divided the Red Sea or caused the walls of Jericho to come tumbling down or met with a man named Moses in the form of a burning bush or showed up as the angel of the Lord in a wine press while a fearful, timid Gideon was beating out wine, uh, threshing wheat rather, in that wine press. We're not just supposed to read about others that had an encounter with Jesus. We're not just supposed to see and applaud and experience the testimonies of other people. They're supposed to encourage us to realize that if regular folks like that can encounter him, so can we. And Luke comes along and he writes story after story in his gospel to show us that we can have an encounter with Jesus. These people that he is writing to and that he's writing about, we're in a time of national decay. There is chaos happening and swirling around them morally and socially and you and I can relate to that because they were not just in a time of national decay so are we our country is in a state of more social dec decay and decline than we've ever seen before and the more God is marginalized and segmented to the periphery of society the worse things are going to get the more he is completely ignored and disregarded, the more we're going to see the influx of chaos and destruction. But today, I don't want y'all to worry about the White House. I want to get to your house. I want to talk about the destruction and the decay happening maybe underneath the roof of your own home. Luke is writing not just then, but now to people who need a savior. Folks who are waiting on a hero to show up and rescue them from the plight of their own circumstances. Luke was writing to them, but by the Holy Spirit, he is writing to us today. For any of you who are in a state of decline in some area of your life where we're seeing against the backdrop of darkness this need we have for the Savior to manifest himself, for us to not just know about him from afar, applauding him in the testimonies of other people, but if anybody wants to experience him themselves, then Luke is writing to you. And I want somebody to know this today, that sometimes, sometimes your difficulties are less about the enemy being against you 
and more about God wanting you to show, wanting to show you what it looks like when he is for you. Sometimes it's about him finally wanting his daughter's eyes to be open so that when he shows up, they're sensitive enough to see him. That was Priscilla Shire, and you can find it on YouTube if you search under Priscilla Shire, Open Your Eyes to God's Blessings. Praise on TBN. You can also find out more information at her website, goingbeyond.com. Hope you have a wonderful day today and that you don't settle for more for less than what God can bring you and that you will live your 321 in Christ. God bless.